Howdy. Having analyzed, what did what did you learn about the team from looking back? Um, I was I was most pleased with the way that the guys came out and just played with confidence, and I felt like throughout the time that we've been here as a staff that they that their confidence has grown and they've gone from being a group that wanted to do well to being one that was hopeful to being one that was willing to pay the price to then one that I thought had the confidence necessary to go out and play well but you don't really know for sure until that first game and so I think the the first thing was they went out there expecting to win the game and I think more than anything else that's what gave us an opportunity to win. A lot of your offensive guys have mentioned that the coaching staff instilled that kind of confidence. What did you guys do to build them up before that game? Well, I think a couple things. One is um, let just let them know that we believe in them from the very beginning and let them know that's why we're here, because we believe in them as players. The next big thing is, is confidence comes from preparation. And so we forced their hand to prepare well, and we um, made sure that they were – being held accountable to a really high standard in terms of their, their level of readiness. And we talked to them about that all week and the fact that they needed to earn the right to play well. You don't just show up on Saturday and play well because you want to or because you're talented. You show up and play well because you've earned the right to play well with your preparation. And I think that kind of preparation gave them the confidence to go out there and do the job. You mentioned in the coordinator's show that there was a third down and short, that you talked to Squally, asked him what run he wanted to do, and and then you know went with the run that he suggested. What does that do for players when you're able to involve them and you know work with them in that in that way? I think it gives them confidence and it creates some ownership. You know, hey, if coach is going to give me this, then I'm going to get it in. And uh, there were a couple of calls I had in mind, and and the one that I knew the one that he wanted, <laughs> so I was cheating a little bit. <laughs> but if he had said something I didn't want, I might have steered him a different direction. There were a couple that I thought would have worked there, but I really knew which one he wanted, um, so I cheated. But I think I think it just let him know that that I believed in him in that moment. Can you pinpoint reasons for more success in the second half as opposed to the first? I think we just settled in and, and played better. You know, when you looked at the first half, we had a couple of penalties that stalled drives and a couple of errant throws or catches and, and just and just didn't finish drives the way that, that we could have. And I think in the second half, guys kind of settled in and just played a little bit more relaxed. And, and I think they saw that, hey, we can, we can play with these guys. We're right here, and they really haven't. They really haven't done anything to stop us. We've stopped ourselves, and I think that gave them the confidence to come out and play well second half. Another element of just the confidence level is having so many guys catch passes, so many guys run the football, They're just lots of involvement from a lot of different guys. What do you see from the guys when they know that they might get their number called, either running or catching the ball? Yeah, well, it promotes um, involvement and ownership from, from a greater number of players and and I think when everyone feels like they have an opportunity to really contribute then they have greater ownership and and are willing to give more and that's something we've talked about since we've been here is that our strength is going to be the team not any individual and um, as a matter of fact I just reminded them of that because we had a couple guys that didn't practice maybe the way that I was looking for and I said just as a reminder no one is too good to be sat out and the guys who play the best during the week are the guys who are going to get the snaps on Saturday and uh, I think, I think guys understand that, and, and again, the strength of our offense is our offense. It's the group. It's not any individual. What is it about the, uh, the Cal defense when you look at them so far? Uh, very aggressive, 
Um, really good front seven in terms of their strength and, and aggression to the football. A very experienced secondary that runs really well. I don't see any weak links. It's going to be a great challenge for us. You put Brady Christensen in a pretty critical spot as a freshman. How's he respond to that? And how, how, he played the best out of our entire offensive line on Saturday. And so we were, we were certainly pleased with his performance. He played with great pad level, great confidence, great tenacity, graded out the best, and, and played the hardest. So we were really pleased with him. Can you just speak about his progression since you first evaluated him? Another guy, another guy that he, he's he's had ability, obviously, uh, but another guy that I think the biggest difference in him is his confidence level. You know, when we first got here, he was a young guy just trying to figure out if he was ready or not, and and Coach Pugh's done a great job with him, and and he believes it now. So he he went out and played that way. Was the performance Tanner put on what you expected from him? Um, I don't know if I had a specific expectation for him to say he would complete this percentage or anything like that. And I think in any first game, um, you hope everybody plays well, but you look back at it and then you you make an assessment based on where he was. But I was certainly pleased with what he did, especially in the second half. How much do you anticipate changing things from week to week as you go forward? Well, we're an offense that maintains the same core concepts, and we run them a lot of different ways. Um, but we certainly have a lot of the playbook left. We probably called about mm, half of the calls, maybe a little more than half the calls that we actually had on the call sheet for this game. So we've got we've got a whole lot more, and it will change from week to week. And and running zone is running zone, but the presentation might be different. There might be a different shift or a different motion or maybe a, a fake for, for on a jet sweep or something like that with it. So we like to present plays in different does, ways. When you do that change, does that necessitate change of personnel? Sometimes. Sometimes it does. Sometimes it doesn't. You've mentioned in the past the importance of execution. You didn't have any turnovers, but the penalties. Penalties, Austin, yeah. Austin was, told uh, us that he wasn't going to make eye contact when he came off the field. After he, he did, though. He couldn't help himself. He couldn't help himself. He came over. He did like that, but he didn't look very long. And I bit my tongue, and I didn't say anything. If it were a practice, I certainly would have, but I didn't feel like that was the right moment. But, um, yeah, I was very disappointed in, in our um, five penalties. We had three false starts, an illegal formation, and a holding penalty. Holding penalty you don't want, but that's 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 a penalty that takes place often with effort, and so you can coach that to get better. The false starts and, and illegal formation, completely inexcusable, and my biggest disappointment of the night. What is it about this wide receiver group where you trusted so many of them to kind of come out of the backfield on the, the jet sweep and run on the ball and that kind of thing? Is there something about that group in particular that, that you saw, hey, this is something that could really help us? Yeah, I think we have a number of guys there who can who can play with the ball in their hands, just like tight ends. You know, we played five different tight ends. We played I don't know how many different receivers, but when you can play more guys and distribute the ball more widely, then I think it makes us harder to defend. A basketball team that has five guys that can score is harder to defend than one that has two guys who are great scorers, I think. Um, So we try to live by that and play as many guys as we can.